Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of That's So Neat. I'm your host, Neetu, and today our neat topic of discussion is things I wish we had learned at school that we don't, and I think that are important for all of us as human beings to just learn and know and think that they should be taught to us at school. But um, before I jump into it, I do want to give a quick disclaimer that this podcast um, represents views uh, and opinions that are my own and do not represent anybody I have been, am currently with, or will be affiliated with in the future. So without further ado, let's roll intro. Before we start the topic, I do want to say thank you to everybody that has sent so many well wishes to me and Hardy. Uh, we really appreciate it. He was a big hit, apparently, and apparently you guys like a British accent more than you like the Canadian accent. He will definitely be back on the podcast. We're going to be planning a few things um, coming up. So yeah, uh, stay tuned for that. But uh, yeah, thank you from the both of us for all those wishes. But um, as for our topic today, I do want to talk about like, I was having this conversation with a few of my colleagues at work of how we put so much emphasis on school. But like, what have we actually used in our day to day that we learned from school? Um, there's not very much, much. <laughs> there's not very much that I can think of especially like with math I sucked at math growing up and I still suck at math it's just not not my um strength let's say and so um like I have never pulled out a calculator to calculate the circumference of something I mean if it's in your line of work I guess it's important but I have never used that shit since grade 12 and that's been a long time since that so um there are certain things that I feel, looking back, that I wish I had learned about in school because I feel like they would have actually been applicable to my every day-to-day task in life. Um, so we're going to talk about those today and see if you guys relate. Um, and yeah, I guess like one of the biggest and the first things that I think, obviously not in elementary school, but in high school, you should be learning about getting a credit card like what does it mean to have a good credit score especially in the south asian household i feel like income is not talked about very much i can't speak for everybody but can't speak for most of my experiences my parents handled everything they handled the bills they handled everything but they weren't always wise with their money either because they came from a scarcity mindset right um they came from a life of where they were always fighting to make ends meet and fighting for survival and that's why they came here so they can make more money and then um they probably also didn't know how to navigate half of this stuff because they came from a country that didn't have any of that stuff so as south asians we really aren't taught about how to get a credit card or like basics of like saving and investing so like i had no idea for the longest time that you have to save for retirement i know this is terrible to say but full i had no idea. I honestly thought that pension lag jandia, you know, you get 65 and the government's going to magically give you money. I had no idea that I actually had to pay into this shit. So like saving for retirement or even rainy day is not at the top, like at the top of every teenager's list, right? Like every teenager doesn't think about, oh yeah, we have to save for retirement. We think that that's such a far-fetched idea. But now that I'm getting closer and closer to that point, I'm looking like, oh shit, like I should have started saving a lot earlier. But it's just hard because we're not taught that in school. I mean, some high schools do offer classes where teens invest 
and like virtual stock markets and stuff um, and how they should be investing. But not many people know, like teaching, teaching them about mutual funds and the benefits of having some money put away for emergencies. Um, we don't really teach that at school. And I think it is really important, especially when you're talking to like an immigrant population that their parents really haven't talked about that because they don't really see their money. Their parents kind of handle all those funds for them. Not a problem of their own, but it's just the way it goes. You don't really think about those things. So why aren't we putting more importance on that? Why are we more putting more importance on how to get a credit card and using it wisely, wisely, right? So the moment you turn 18, you get a shitload of letters from the bank saying hey you can get a credit card hey you can get a credit card and as a, as an 18 year old who doesn't know how to manage their money you think credit card and you think dollar signs galore and that now you're a big baller and you can go buy gucci i never did this but some people do <laughs> but it's one of those things of like you know you should teach them what it means to get a credit card of like how you have to pay that back and like um both teachers and parents should talk take some time to talk to students about the risks and benefits of using credit cards, right? Credit cards aren't free money as we think they are. But, and if the bills aren't paid, the collectors have ability to add more unwanted stress to their lives and it can kind of impact them buying things like a mortgage. And we don't even talk about that. Like, what is a mortgage? Nobody knows until you get old and you have to pay it. It sucks. So teach them about that kind of stuff because it's actually going to be useful for them. Another thing is that we all know school can be stressful. School is stressful when it comes to exam times and getting good grades and making sure we're keeping up with homework. But in all of that, it's always just constant stress, 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 and then anxiety, 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 because you have tests and all these deadlines and everything like that. But we never teach children how to calm our bodies. We don't teach children how to practice self-care. Typically, what happens in high school, students themselves are ragged until they finally burn out. They have emotional breakdowns, take a couple of days off, and start the cycle again. High school is such an ideal time to teach children about self-care. Teachers and parents both can encourage students to listen to their bodies and to avoid burnout, take some regular time to relax, and learn how to manage stress in a healthy way. Um, for me, my, I used to binge eat. I used to eat so much. When I was stressed, I would go straight to the chips, straight to the junk food, and just eat because that's how I dealt with stress is I just would go indulge in a meal. But that's a great opportunity for us to teach children or students or people in high school of how to practice self-care how to know the signs in our body that are telling us hey you know what you need a break you're extremely overwhelmed high school is not even just not even in terms of like the schooling and the work that goes into it how about all the body shaming that starts happening in high school your hormones are on whack you're interacting with other people there's things like boyfriends breakups all this kind of stuff is going on and we don't in school, teach children the importance of recognizing our emotions. Um, I don't know, and anybody who's listening to this, feel free to submit in the Anon form. Feel free to send me a message on Instagram or TikTok if they do do this now, but I can't recall it happening. And I just remember feeling extremely guilty about even wanting to take some time for myself. I still do, and it's like a cycle that I still have, but I wonder if we start breaking those cycles and creating healthier habits and building that into our school curriculum of how much beneficial um, outcomes and how many beneficial outcomes would actually come from that.
And in token with that same thing of like, how can we reframe negative thoughts or negative um, feelings and ideas that we're having about ourselves? How can we improve that? Because it's that's when you first start doubting yourself. That's when you're kind of comparing yourself to other people. Um, you may not have like grades that are the best or you may not um, feel, you know, like you're the popular kid in school. But how can you start building on your strengths? And I don't think we teach that to our children. And if anything, I think our education system is made to a way to make children compete. One of the biggest things I remember is I had a friend um, in high school and she used to get every single oh, academic award, every single one from math to English. She was just good all around. She was very, very smart. And I remember it created this like crazy competition I don't know why I thought I could ever get a, like of anything in math I truly am lucky and blessed that I got a grade that got me into uh, post-secondary for math after high school but I just remember I always wanted to beat her or get an award or get an award that she deserved but it's like why was I having those thoughts? And like, if I talk to anybody about it, if I went to talk to a teacher about it, I'm like, I really want to get X, Y, Z award. They wouldn't say, well, how come do you want to get an award? Like, you're a good student. I was a good student. I had good, good grades. But it was almost like they would be like, yeah, you should go get this award and work yourself crazy. But it's like, you don't want to teach that to a child. I wish somebody would have just stepped in and asked me the question of how come. And I could maybe look into myself and be like, oh, it's because, you know, I don't feel smart enough until I get an award or um, I need this external motivation. So then they could have taken a bit more look of like, why do I need that and how they could switch it and make it more of that intrinsic um, motivation rather than that external one. So things like that where I feel like, yeah, I wish that I someone would change the system and include some of these things. Another big one that I feel is a life skill that we use every single day is negotiation skills. So many times in our life, we have to negotiate something, whether you're buying a car, discussing a salary for a new job, or making a big decision for a company. Negotiating skills are vital. They're so important. And it doesn't simply involve making a demand and insisting that everybody accepts it. That's just being a brat. (laughs) It involves like looking at both sides and coming up with like, a rational, well-thought-out solution. Teachers can really help students develop negotiation skills by allowing for some negotiation in the classroom. Uh, Something I always do with um, the children that I work with is giving choices, offering choices. So um, whether we're making a schedule for what a session is going to look like, giving them the opportunity to choose between two things that they like so that they're understanding that you know, they have some freedom to negotiate and talk about what they want the session to look like. Um, It's important because you're allowing that freedom and you're building a really important skill. Uh, What ends up happening sometimes is that you don't learn these and then you become uncomfortable like discussing something like a salary for a new job because you haven't You've been taught how to fight and be a brat, but like, no, this is what I want. But you're not learning like the actual skills of negotiating in a professional and proper manner because negotiation is very important. And the biggest one is teaching people to choose happiness or joy. It's not given emphasis. I mean, I you don't learn that at home as a South Asian because you're always go, 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 or you're like competing for attention or whatever it may be. But like at school, I feel it's the same thing. 
I don't think we take the time to teach children or students that life is really stressful and comes with a fair share of challenges. It's becoming, it's easy to become like negative and feel like things will never get better, but you don't have to let the struggles of life get you down. Teens really should be encouraged to choose joy and to look for the bright side in every situation and try to figure a way to get to get like figure out a way to get ahead rather than being mired down by negativity. I'm not saying that you should have positive toxicity and like just be positive all the time. But understanding that, you know what, if you need to take a break, you're allowed to do so. Joy is not the same as happiness. You may not be happy all the time, but you can choose to look beyond your circumstances. It's about seeing the bigger picture. Is there anything that like you know, that you want to do that you may need to like, say, ask your parents to not go to basketball practice or whatever it may be. But what is it that brings you joy? And what can help you look past this current moment and state that you're in? I feel like um, we get really caught up and then you go into adulthood with the same mindset. So I feel like um, the curriculum in general, I hate, especially here in Alberta, I hate our school curriculum, but there's so many things that I feel we are so academic heavy that we really need to start shifting away and trying to look at like what life skills can we integrate within our education system to make people better functioning parts of society. If we're teaching things like finances and debt and all that kind of stuff and how to budget and um, other life skills and give equal amount of importance to those as we do to say math and sciences and social studies we could see a very different world and I feel like our next generation would be just so so much better equipped to deal with everyday life circumstances um yeah but it just it was one of these topics that I felt like you know, there are so many things and I'm eager to hear what things you think that we should learn about in school. What are some things, if you could be the premier of one of our provinces, or if you're not in our country, if you could be the person who's, you know, finalizes your curriculum in school and what they teach, what is something that you feel that maybe I haven't mentioned that is important for us to add into our schooling system or teach our children um, so that they become a better functioning part of society? Um, these are my thoughts with it. I just thought it'd be a fun topic to talk about. Next week, I will be back with a sister-in-law duo. So it's going to be a fun topic next week. Um, I will see you all then. I hope you have a fantastic week ahead and um, enjoy this podcast. If you like it, please share with people. Please comment and like and subscribe. Not subscribe. Subscribe to this. Yeah, if you want to. Um, but maybe comment and like and follow on Instagram. The handle is at That's So Neat. And I'm also on TikTok. So you can follow me there at That's So Neat. Thanks.